welcome to the Q&R code with Quinn and Riley, who are re-recording the the, intro. (laughs) The intro to our first podcast recorded together in the same room. We are so excited to be sharing a space together because, I mean... Nothing feels as good as being physically together. Obviously, we appreciate the over the phone, over over the interweb connection <laughs> that, that occurs um, when recording most of our podcast episodes. So we're just feeling as merry as can be about this. <laughs> we are absolutely married and tickled pink and... We have been getting such into the holiday season together. If there's anything that Quinn and I know how to do, it's deck the halls. Deck the halls and be gay and merry because we have been doing all of the little holiday things, starting off together, jumping into the spirit, making some delicious sipping chocolate, which we need more of. Yeah, which we unfortunately do not have right now. Honestly, we need to ding our little bell for mom. Yeah. (laughs) Mom, can we please have a fresh sipping chocolate made from our homemade almond cow milk? Yeah, nothing like tucking back into mother's milk. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing like it. A sweet nectar. (laughs) And, um, you know. We got to do a little shopping on the town in Jackson today, which was great. Very brief, which honestly also was great. Like, not that I don't love to make a day out of it, but it was nice to just stop in a couple spots, get our little hot cocoa, and go. And then be on our way to a dental cleaning. (laughs) Thank you. That's always something that will remind in adult of being in their childhood home when you're making your appointments to see the dentist and doctor and get those items checked off your list because I have not wanted to find my out-of-state providers at all. Yeah. Growing up is hard (laughs) and appointments are meant for mothers to make. <laughs> just kidding. Oh, just kidding. Grow up, people. Get it taken care <laughs> Get of. Get it together. Like, no, I like doing my secretarial duties, but finding... There's something about finding a new provider that I think yeah. for a lot of people is like... I'm like, no, but I like my mom's best friend, who's, <laughs> yeah. who's our nurse practitioner here. That's yeah. my preference. And like, I just like someone that you already have a relationship with and rapport yeah (laughs) the rapport with the dentist i do always feel like i still don't get it right for when to reply and add on (laughs) i told them i said you're lucky that your hands are always stuffed in this family's mouth or else we wouldn't be shutting up our whole appointment you'd get (laughs) sick of us and they're like yeah some people somehow do (laughs) manage to talk a lot during the appointment but every time they ask me a question it's so funny to respond to the dentist you're like honestly my dentist and she is a dentist yes i got that treatment not just a hygienist (laughs) did my cleaning today and doctor and she um well, she also did say that things were looking great. <laughs> we got a good review. I love that. Are you guys enticed to hear about this dentist appointment? Should we talk about it some more? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, great time there. <laughs> it's my first day back home in Jackson, and Riley's been here a couple days. But we have some exciting holiday stuff planned and also are just feeling like We love the romantic vibe of the year coming to an end, you know, and a fresh Mm -hmm. start upon us. We know every minute is a fresh start, but still, it's nice to, you know, 2024, it's coming. And I just think it's going to bring a lot of good things. Yeah, people are, we're going to be more on top of it. We'll see how everything goes. But I just like, yeah, the cozying down together with a little group for the end of the year and 
ring in the new, as it were. Um, but Quinn, something that we haven't yet had much opportunity to talk about was your recent Flash event. You made <laughs> it so cute. Set it all up. I couldn't be in Denver. Ugh, I wish. But um, I just love you. That put me into the holiday spirit, honestly, getting to live vicariously through you. Thank you. It put me in the holiday spirit, too, seriously. And I had so much fun with the people who came. And it's just nice. I'm like, I so appreciate it when people come to an event like that of mine, because it wouldn't be the event without the people. And... You know, a little cowgirl Christmas, who doesn't like that? Um, but I had fun because I I like putting stuff like that together. It gets me in the mood and making little gift bags and stuff is so much fun. So I'm excited for my next pop-up, my flash event in Jackson. Me too. Which Riley's going to be my assistant, you guys. Yeah big deal that you get to get the duo twins at once i really think that it is going to be received well Um, (laughs) people like having us together in a space usually i think Um, yeah definitely and we get to catch up with people yeah always hard to make all the touch points that you'd like to when you're on a quick visit so it'll be fun to have some time just like sitting down with people I just have an automatic text going out to people. Thank you so much for reaching out to Quinn. She will be able to accommodate a holiday (laughs) visit with you at her flash event. (laughs) Like book yourself a time slot to catch up with Quinn and Riley. Available slots. But that will be really fun. And I'm excited to get some good baking in together is really what I'm looking forward to because to me baked goods are just part of the holidays that I want to heavily participate in yeah I would greatly appreciate making one of those delicious shortbread cookies that is like a soft honey shortbread <sighs> topped with caramelized kind of nuts. Pistachios. Mm. She's referring to a specific a recipe specific. that we've done since childhood. And oh my gosh, this shortbread, you guys, it literally, with it has pistachios and um, pe- what's the other pe- one? Pecans. Pecan. And the other pe- uh, one. And, and oh my gosh, like, actually the way it's chewy and comes to a slightly chewy crisp is like Mm. whoa so i serious and they're roasted you know the nuts so gosh so good yeah i didn't want to have to brag about this on the podcast but i recently was invited to a holiday party cookie exchange decided to bake two types of cookies for it and um there was a vote at the end of the evening for the top cookie, which my new recipe that I tried did take home the prize. Wow, Rai, what recipe, like what what type of cookie? It was one I had never done before. They were oatmeal lace cookies, you Mm. know, like the more thin spread out cookie. But then I melted like chocolate and sandwiched it between two cookies. It was a very like caramely chocolate oatmeal experience. And I honestly didn't think it was going to be, like, the greatest cookie. I just wanted to try the recipe, but it was a hit. I should make it for you guys. Was it simple? It was easy to make? Yes, it was so easy. The only Uh, thing that was bad about it was... Melting chocolate? No. Was that the recipe I thought was going to make way more. Oh. (laughs) And so... There were Riley brings four cookies. Is that no? It was no, not four, but maybe a dozen. And I didn't know how many people were going to be at this party. And I was just like, sorry, everyone can kind of share one of these. But I did bring another type of cookie. So if that had a larger quantity that and you made, or yes, and there were plenty of cookies there. That was not what an did issue. You make? What was the other type? I called it a cinnamon roll sugar cookie because. It is inspired by a snickerdoodle, 
but I don't prefer the like tangy cream of tartar, tartar, whatever. What? You know how at Snickerdoodle sometimes has that kind of soury taste? Oh, yeah. So I just wanted it to be like cinnamony with some pockets of like brown sugar, butter, and cinnamon swirled through. And it was yeah, that was nice. delish. Yeah. And I'm assuming that probably was not GFDF. No, no, it was not. Neither recipe was both, but the oatmeal lace cookies GF, are right? GF. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's delightful. I um, I felt you know it wasn't a cookie exchange, but we had one of our pals. Well, actually, two of our pals over last night, and one of them did bring a couple of types of cookies. I was like, hey. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Very Those thoughtful. were the sweet Lorenz that I yeah. have, I believe, shouted out on the podcast. And she made um, mint chip. Well, I don't know if that's what she called it. Chocolate mint. Yeah. Also from sweet Lorenz. Which, speaking of, we can move on from cookies, but I am we? needing the Girl Scout cookies like two, two, point, two times a year. Why is it only once a year? Yeah, in they the could spring. raise more money for charities. So. Yeah. <laughs> Out there hustling. It's every six months. Come on. So, you know, the Boy Scouts are considered a little problematic um, sometimes. Well, more and, than a little. <laughs> and um, does that apply to the Girl Scouts too? Well, I haven't heard as much scandal involved with the Girl Scouts, but. Girl Scouts, at least when we were in a troop, had a lot less opportunity to go, like, yeah. do things. Uh, the- yeah, they're like, you're gonna sew, <laughs> yes. you're gonna, like, our brothers Unfortunately, were, like, shooting actually- rifles and doing archery and Quinn and going and, were- and swimming in the lakes yeah. and having campouts. Going, seeing beautiful places and Girl Scouts, we were in, like, a rented out classroom from the school learning about sewing patterns. <laughs> Maybe this is... Uh, not as not everyone's experience with girls scouts but yeah and i'm not it's not that i don't appreciate anything from it but it just didn't feel it didn't feel like the girl version of boy scouts it felt like craft club sometimes (laughs) and that you still got to decorate a sash with patches which that always (laughs) slapped that was fun to yeah get to place your patches unfortunately we didn't make it to the (laughs) rank where you could choose if you wanted a vest or a sash because there was a point that i was like okay i could really f with a vest (laughs) give me that vest that's sick (laughs) the greenish blue that's that color like we didn't advance past brownies i don't yeah we were believe <laughs> we were brown <laughs> but we have the an entrepreneurial spirit that made us hustle selling cookies and hustle anytime we had to fundraise for a nonprofit or whatever yeah we worked really hard for that <laughs> <laughs> um right did you i just didn't know if there was something specific you were wanting to touch on in terms of a life update because i've been kind of curious what you've been wanting to chat about the only update is that i yet again was left wheezing and sweaty getting to my flight in the airport because my flight was delayed and i won't go into it again because everyone heard my last travel story but again i landed on the plane and took my phone off of airplane mode and as soon as notifications came in, I got a notification that, like, my flight was boarding and was going to stop in 20 minutes or, like, close boarding in 20 minutes. And, you know, of course, I'm at Terminal A and need to be at D and they had to, like, gate check our bags. Just Is this stress- in DIA? No, this, okay. this was in a different airport. But the way I had to hustle <laughs> when I got to my seat... I kid you not, I have a photo that I will show you, Quinn, of a bead of sweat uh, sliding (laughs) down my nose. I was sweating from running, getting there. Then when I arrive onto this plane, I had purchased one of the Bluetooth plugins that I mentioned last time, I think. Maybe I didn't, but I've been excited to be able to actually watch the seatback screen on the airplane 
with my Bluetooth headphones on instead of having to grab their wired ones that they pass out. None of my three legs of this travel day had a screen, <laughs> so I didn't, I didn't get to use my new piece of tech that I was so looking forward to. <laughs> Were they all with the same airline? Yeah, or? United. Yeah, I feel like United doesn't usually have screens. Well, right? I don't know. I feel like I don't usually, I think I usually fly United and I don't usually have a screen. Yeah, and maybe I should have known, but there were, these two of the legs were like longer flights yeah. on, with a bigger plane and much more yeah. seats. So I just so guess kind I kind of, of correlate that with having one, but I was, I talked it up with a, a neighbor and yeah. anybody that sat next to me on a plane before knows that I don't <laughs> want to do knows that. <laughs> that this girl does not chat with you on the plane. No, it doesn't matter. I, it doesn't matter who I'm sitting next to. I just want to say there are a lot of things I don't like about chatting with someone on a plane. One of the many being that you're so close shoulder mm -hmm. to shoulder that I'm like, um, let me back up literally as far mm -hmm. as I can for I, you're I'm already like touching so, each other. Yes. I am not someone who wants your eyes to be this <laughs> close to me ever, let alone like on a travel day and you have to have your head fully turned to the side and if it, you're this conversation lasted multiple hours this was a long flight and i'm like I, can we switch so my neck can like even out on the other side dude i literally can't believe you spoke to a stranger on the airplane that long i know <laughs> me that neither. is amazing you must have had amazing chemistry <laughs> I guess you could say that because when we got off of the plane, first of all, it was one of those things that we just started talking. So we had to introduce our names and it wasn't until like we landed that I was like, okay, hey, I'm Riley. Introduce ourselves and we're like, yeah, nice chat. Wishing you the best. Then when we walked, because we were sitting next to each other, we obviously walked off and like out the jetway together. And then I went to give him a knuckles and I was like, nice to meet you like good chat and he gave a knuckles and then goes for a hug <laughs> i was like i have never hugged I mean, a... i've hugged people for way less than having a two-hour conversation with me oh absolutely but i just personally haven't hugged like a seat like an airline no. partner <laughs> a seat buddy before Maybe. and i was like all right i love it nice <laughs> i'm glad that sounds like such a good vibe what a blessing honestly it was a good vibe to get to have on a day where i didn't have the screen on the back and yeah. i didn't have my books or entertainment material because my bag got checked <laughs> like, uh, yeah. so like i didn't check it. it was one of the situations that when i got to the flight wheezing and sweaty and red they were like the plane's full, filled up. You have to check your bag to the final destination. So I didn't. I got to have a social experience because I didn't have my little coping mechanisms with me. Can you imagine if they, like, strapped extra bags to the top of the plane like you do with a car going on, like, a massive <laughs> it vacation? Has a, it has a rocket box Literally. on the top. <laughs> that would be so helpful just... That's so funny. <laughs> I sound like such an idiot. I'm like, that is so funny that where they store luggage on a plane is under the plane, but on a car. It's like, <laughs> on top of the car. But like on a bus, it's also under. <laughs> yeah. uh, the wonders of the world. <laughs> yeah, well, it is kind of a wonder of the world when you're flying that... This plane was huge. It was one of those really extra large ones. And I was thinking, yeah, this is pretty crazy. <laughs> I, I've i never been one to really be afraid of flying. Like I understand the risk, but I also understand the risk with driving and doing other things. Um, but it is wild to think about that science reliably works as long as everything goes right with a plane. Yeah. I did I ever say on the podcast whenever I was on my flight to Washington this fall to see you that 
I was sitting right next to the wing and saw something on the wing. Like part of it was shaking really badly and the rest of it wasn't. And I was thinking so hard, like literally is this a danger and I should tell like the flight attendant or the pilot when I walk up, like, hey, I, I know I don't know <laughs> anything about this. No, the, they always come out and say goodbye. Oh, um, I thought you meant during the flight. Like, no, knock, knock. No, I'm just like, I don't know. Because what I was thinking is, literally, what if something happened in the plane I was on that I noticed something awry and I didn't say anything and something happened and in the end I just kind of I was like no they just they must know right like they check this stuff I'm not gonna like bug them yeah that's one uh, of those situations where it is hard because you want to contribute to everyone's safety but also they are probably like sick in some regards to people that like don't know what's going on with a plane to be like is this an issue or whatever if it's something yeah. that is just common but i will say i'm the type of person where i'm like i'd rather have them kind of be like okay this lady is an idiot after asking something than feel like i have to worry about well i should if i at least mention it kind of like if a stranger has something going on with their look that you feel like is maybe not an intentional like say there's a pair of underwear clinging to the back of someone's jeans and you might want to be like, hey, I just wanted to let you know that that's there. And if that's how they roll, that's fine. But you at least don't have to feel like, oh, what if now they're like embarrassed and I could have helped them? Yeah, underwear to the back of the jeans <laughs> is pretty extreme. <laughs> that like... <laughs> I actually have seen someone walk out of the bathroom with a trail of toilet paper, though. <laughs> <laughs> but that di that diverges from the story. The point is, is I feel like every time I travel, I want to come on here, talk about my airline days, and I know that's not the best, but it is just funny. <laughs> so a lot of times those travel experiences, but once I'm actually where I'm going... I'm like chilling and having a good time. It's like, we're just relaxing, doing lots of errands and holiday shopping, which is fun, but I'm glad we haven't gone too overboard this holiday season. I feel like everyone is just more in like a low key, mellow mood. Right, you know, um, well, I just was thinking about that. I heard on the What We Said podcast was, I don't even, oh yeah, it was their like Simple Life episode or something, and they were talking about just having less, almost basically like de-influencing, um, and how life can feel like so much more with less, and basically like Chelsea was talking about, um, <clears throat> she read was reading a book i guess and the author kind of said something along the lines of something that's finding something that's hard work that you don't get paid for is like that is what you can do in life to find so much satisfaction is finding like a passion and i'm like yeah that's literally <laughs> that is what my whole life is i'm like yeah getting not paid for a lifestyle that is super expensive but super fulfilling and worth it and like I love the life of having a little rescue farm basically and um I just couldn't agree with that sentiment more that like that I mean doing something with your life that feels good is what leads to having a fulfilling life and often that's something outside of what we get paid for unfortunately yeah absolutely and it is like something that i think about a lot that sometimes life can feel hard and can feel busy and like you're giving a lot of yourself but i think that having those sorts of challenges that you have to encounter just make you feel 
more connected like the relative value of hard work is it hard work to tend land and grow your own food definitely that sort of labor can be unappealing to someone because it's like that is difficult and inconvenient but those sort of difficulties and inconveniences are so much better and more rewarding than the ones that you trade off if you're like not willing to engage with with some labor in that way you know i feel like it pays off so much to just be in investing into things that aren't necessarily thought of as like bringing in money and that's kind of a basic thought sometimes i feel like but also it is a little bit rejecting what you can be taught in a capitalistic economy like you feel like you deserve and should be being paid for labor but i think certain things are not labor in the same way you know you don't feel like that if you're being forced to work for something is one thing but choosing to live the lifestyle you guys live is like you get to engage with this thing because you want to yeah i you know i not my you know habit i am i have to break that it has been killing (laughs) me i don't know what where that was inspired by i can't and i apologize um that's how i feel about me every time saying yeah (laughs) yeah so i've been thinking about my lifestyle a lot of course it consumes a lot of my time um someone say all of it it really does consume all of it because it is my life but i've been thinking about you know there's the necessity that rewind there's the necessity for some people to ranch or back in the day there's been a necessity necessity to ranch and farm and just participate in agriculture and that is in our family history like Uh recent family history so i've been thinking about the fact that people think oh assume like yeah so they're really ranchers like they are people they have to have this lifestyle whatever but i've noticed that when people ask me about my lifestyle and since it's not the way i make my living they're like oh so it's just for pleasure and it's just kind of a funny idea to think about for me because it obviously brings so much pleasure into my life and it is a pleasure i love it but it also just feels so deeply in me like the life i've always wanted and what feels so natural and right to me like i just have naturally tended toward this lifestyle and have wanted it and love it so much that it doesn't i don't know it feels that maybe if you're outside of this or you don't have you haven't found your thing this concept we're talking about that's that thing that you work for for satisfaction like maybe there's a spectrum that you haven't experienced of it so you might not understand like all of the nuanced feelings of passion to do something you truly care about like it doesn't it doesn't even feel to me like an option really it just fell so naturally into my life and my lap that i just i guess you have to make up decisions every small decision makes up your life and Mm -hmm. it feels like yeah this is this is of course like this is just my lifestyle and it gives us so much and also um i have something to live for and i love that and honestly for my mental health like that's a good thing for me to have like something I get up every day excited to do and 
having to do, you know, the mm -hmm. response, the responsibility um, <laughs> to take care of this stuff. And I was just thinking about the, sorry, this is a rant, right? I know I'll, I'm almost done. Um, Any listener of this podcast knows that you deserve a rant right thank now. Thank <laughs> you. Um, I... Of course, with coming to Jackson, we had to find someone to take care of the ranch. And Sean's there longer than I am, so we don't have them for quite as long. But they're so excited about it, which I just think is great because I know, oh my gosh, walking around, showing them how to care for the horses, donkey, goats, and chickens, like... It's a ton of information and yes. we are like, oh my gosh, we know you're going to feel overwhelmed. Like for us, this is our everyday stuff that we just, we know, we do. We know all the names for all these things. We know every little step, every different animal needs to be taken care of for their health, happiness, safety. I'm not saying we're doing it, doing everything we can, but we're doing what we can for that stuff every day that is just part of our routine and for someone else, it's like literally zero to a thousand. Like, wow. And this is called what? What is this feed? Like, also, even when you're trying to give them just the most bare bones information, it's like, it's still going to be a lot because each animal has different needs. Each animal has different needs. And it's two times a day that you have to be out there with them caring for them um but i'm glad because even though they're like yes this is a big onslaught of information and we are a little overwhelmed but we are so excited like already just coming out and doing this with you the fact that you get to live that you've chosen to commit to this much responsibility but get this beautiful life around you is amazing like they're like Please keep us in mind for the future. We already can't wait. We're so excited to take care of them. And thank you for trusting us with all of these beautiful animals. You know, we get to spend time around outside, breathing the fresh air and everything. So I that just made me feel good because I'm like, yeah, it's obviously a lifestyle that's so worth the hard work, especially when you get to do it for just six days and then walk away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's a nice little taster of it. Even just sending my one little Roger boy off to daycare, not daycare boarding, is like, I have to be, I have to really pick and choose the information that I'm going to prioritize about him because I'm like, there's obviously no way that you could actually provide in a day what I do with him. And I'm not, I would not expect that. I'm just trying to think like, what? will help the most and go the longest way to try to fill you in on because it is hard. <laughs> well, and, you know, for us, we want to be, of course, we love our babies. Like all of my animals are my little babies and you can think I'm cringe and maybe I am, but I love this life of mine and I care to me being someone who rescues animals means I'm committing to doing what I can to fill their life with joy and make it as close to not like natural for them as possible. So it feels as comfortable as possible. So I care, like, you know, I wouldn't hire someone for this job to that wasn't okay with taking the horses out of their stalls, making sure they get time out in the pasture, making sure they get to play around, blankets being taken off of my older horse when he needs those like extra details that make the animal feel comfortable and happy and like they're thriving. You have to find that as best as you can, you know, when you're I'm sorry, I, I've noticed every single time I've said, you, you know, know. <laughs> I've noticed and I, I'm terrible with literally also and I'm working on it. Um, well, I want you to know that I have noticed it less than you have because when you're speaking, it's not, it doesn't come up for 
I don't know. We all have our little things. I just don't know things. where that came from. And that's... I, who? Where did I pick that up? I just don't know. I'm like, our aunt? Literally that aunt? Is, <laughs> yeah, I, how did that happen? I think that there's lots of little patterns of speech that when we are in a position to listen to ourselves back again, we'll be like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> you talking about that also reminded me of in... The holiday movie we just watched, Klaus, my mom, dad, and I did. And one of the big messages and takeaways from the movie is one selfless act always sparks another. It's so true. It really is so true. <laughs> uh, those are my Christmas vibes. I love the season of giving vibe. I love cultivating a more gift economy mentality where you have something to give and share with people and they do to you and that is more what i identify with about the christmas season yeah you know what i think is so cool is that one of my fellow tattoo artists that works um at the same shop as me she noticed in denver she i guess lives in denver or knows unfortunately i don't really go through denver so i don't see a lot of the unhoused people but she has been posting like consistently and dedicatedly posting about raising money and donating to um a group of immigrants that have been displaced and unhoused and i just think that's so commendable that she's posting on her professional page to help raise money and get because there's all sorts of like kids too you know and it's the holiday season and they need stuff like snow boots and warm clothes and everything that you know a family needs their in Denver to be unhoused is can be a really scary situation, obviously. Um, so I just love that we have people in the mm -hmm. world that use their platform in that way and are so committed to making a difference that like clearly her first priority is seeing to help these people, not even thinking of like, is that really what I want my page to be about or anything? Yeah. Like she's consistently making it happen. Taking some good initiative. Yeah. Well, the way that I am paying it forward to everyone this holiday season is by blessing you with my baking. <laughs> but um, to spread through town and <laughs> no every I listener of this podcast gets a cookie care package and i i do believe that a great way to spread christmas cheer is sharing cookies and, and any sort of delightful and or even like think food. about yeah, I was going to say, like a good Christmas sausage A good platter. Christmas <laughs> sausage platter. <laughs> think about that. Yeah. Um, I think that's so lovely, Rye, and I cannot wait to do more baking and receive some baking from you. Um, I... Food is... I'm lucky because... It's something that makes me so happy and that I am able to positively associate with um, the holidays and stuff. And I know that that might not be the case for everybody. So I definitely feel lucky that I get to be so excited about like sharing meals with family yeah, and sure. everything like that. Um, I also would love to be putting a little more baking out there did i i did i talk about that i have a sourdough starter i don't think i think you maybe you talked about that you wanted to but well i'm doing it and the first loaf was a huge flop <laughs> it was so funny it was just so crispy and it tasted sourdoughy though which i loved that i definitely am going to keep learning i will say there have been good sourdough waffles and pancakes which i'm really stoked about um and it's just so fun because as you know i haven't been 
I have been GF for so long that now that I'm actually just letting myself like use the real ass flour for this sourdough starter, it's just great. Like that it's not making me feel terrible um, when I do that. But I also wonder if sourdough can be like if I could just feed my starter with gluten-free sourdough or flour. I'm sure you could. I don't know if ratios would change or things like that, but people make gluten-free bread. I think it's just that it would be harder to, to rise, rise. Yeah. Which is a pretty important part For of sourdough. sourdough. Get, yeah. Brayden has unfortunately had some kind of pita sourdough loaves come out in the past where it's was a bust and super flat but that yeah only happens if there's something that goes wrong along the way but he does deserve a shout out for i thought it was so nice how he wanted to help you set up your sourdough production of course and it's his stepdad that gave me the sourdough starter in the first place so that family is really hooking me up getting me excited about it but i'm excited to learn what i think the biggest flop was was the fact that i did not have a food scale so i didn't realize with sourdough it mattered so much that you actually are accurately weighing ingredients so i think that'll make a huge difference once i apply that but obviously i'm gone i fed the starter and won't see it for over a week so I'll try to report back because I really do want to shuff it up with that, but it's actually, there's quite the science to it and just getting in your groove and figuring it out. Definitely. Um, but it would be so nice to be able to like bring people a beautiful oh, loaf of can bread. Can you imagine? I know. I love, and I can't believe I was just about to seriously say this, but I do love homemaking stuff like that. It's so nice yeah. to like... I'm like, I'm part of the home. It's not like I'm just doing this for my husband or something. I'm getting this delish bread and um, I I just <laughs> yeah, like... Do not get it twisted that this is not doing something nice for our husbands. Yeah, okay. I'm not even saying being a housewife. I'm saying being a homemaker. Um, but also, you guys, I did need... I should say, give Sean some credit that when I was throwing him under the bus about dishes, when I walked down from podcasting, he was actively doing the dishes and almost done with them. So I did feel like I needed to eat my words a little bit since he got them done that day, which is really what he said he would do, even though I would have preferred the morning. But <laughs> that is so fair. And I'm incredibly lucky to have the husband i do that is such a contributor to the household and keeping things clean and tidy and i'm letting him off the hook okay well you can let him off the hook if you want but that's just because we brought that into fruition by on the podcast we put those vibes out into the house that said you know it'd be really nice as if these got done so i think that no, I think it's the comment I made when I, was on, <laughs> when I was on my way up to podcast and said, oh, remember when I said about if they didn't get done this morning, I, I had a hard time believing they would get done. <laughs> <laughs> so there are multiple comments in the making. Um, mm -hmm. I just wanted to give a little bit of a visual for the listener that doesn't get to see what's going on right now, but... Quinn has been stroking an animal hide, <laughs> petting it like it was one of her cats for the duration of the recording. It has not been the duration, but no, it's so but... cute. This one is so curly and it has soft, silky little boingy curls. Yes, because we do get to be in the comfort of our own home with my mom as we know from the recent episode an amazing homemaker and stylist and we walked into the doors and it's just such the perfect touch of a not touch like it is a full-on holiday vibe but just in the tasteful aesthetic a tasteful glittery feeling little snow globe 
of our own like mold crackling fire crackling fire uh natural arrangements with just every large pine cones and sprigs of holly and beautiful candles just beautiful tapers lit up all over christmas jazz and just nice to come home and be under your mother's little care again cozy back in into the nest i love that feeling and you know you (laughs) (laughs) i'm not i'm restarting (laughs) also since that episode with mom I have continued to stay inspired about my little styling moments in terms of fashioning my home for the holidays and my outfits. I've just been loving to, I feel like, just bring it. I'm I'm just slightly turning up the dial a little bit with some, with elevating my outfits i would say so that has been quite satisfying and fun and just honestly is boosting my confidence don't even think you can shoot me down i am standing up tall well i love that for you i feel like when i've been sitting next to you with my outfit if i can't take the heat i better get out of the kitchen yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's okay you're wearing sweats it's a different vibe than me but you look very cute too thank you i have a great hat on so that you really do we both have great hats i'm wearing my little mushroom hat and riley's wearing her new switch fleece hat made by one of our fellow high school graduates yeah jackson entrepreneur So I, I'm excited to be ripping this hat and have something cozy on. Yeah. But that was something that I purchased at a maker's market, which it's getting close to Christmas, but there are still lots of little art bazaars and maker's markets happening wherever you are. So it's so fun to look it up, go somewhere where they might have pottery. It might be an artist does paintings or clothing or whatever little gifty items, homemade candles. That is such a fun thing to go out and do on these few last days of the holiday season. Find what's what little art fair situation is going on around you because yes. lots of places have them. Such a nice way to support artists. I think people probably don't truly understand the difference it makes to have support as an artist around the holidays, especially often. Um, So when you are purchasing from small businesses and artists, it really, really makes the Christmas magic come to life. Mm -hmm. And I think being that's exactly how i felt during my flash event just i truly am grateful to everyone who chooses to spend their time with me their money on supporting me and giving me their trust to have um a fun time with a beautiful tattoo you know it's such an honor as an artist to have someone support you in that way so if you're still looking for little gifties definitely consider supporting a local artist or a small business it's it's fun and it's so i don't know that gets me in the spirit that gets me merry i know not everyone is looking to get so merry into the holidays but i can't help what i like also knowing like having that sort of local shopping and turning to smaller people at any time of the year I feel like is so rewarding and feels so much more intimate when the things like the food, the art, the jewelry, just the things surrounding you in life is something that is like with a personal connection and like humanity behind it instead of something that got shipped to your door in a box. Like it feels way different. Um, But I think that 
we're probably going to start wrapping up here. We do a little bit of a catch-up episode while we're getting to be together in person. And the next time we have an episode out is going to be after Christmas, which seems so crazy. It's flying by already. Wait a minute. That is crazy. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, everybody. We hope you have a lovely time. And if, again, always around the holidays, just know we're sending you love. If you don't have maybe a conventional situation going or you're not going home to family or loved ones for the holidays, we really are sending you that extra burst of love and do what you can to take care of yourself and um, if you can't afford the financial, maybe a financial treat that you've been looking for, maybe do a little baking or something. Give yourself a little cup of hot cocoa that feels like a good treat to be merry and dress in your cute little outfit. I know you all come to slay. So, mm-hmm. um, and when you're alone, you can appreciate the what alone time can bring to you and the peace talk about peace on earth being alone oh nothing like it (laughs) so enjoy that time and we hope you all get to do whatever makes your heart sing hopefully you get a little time off work this week um good luck navigating any situations that may come up and we are just putting out into the ether that it's mostly going to be just seeing the people you want to see saying yes to the things you want to do no thank you i don't have time to the things you can't commit to so you don't overbook yourself and yeah yes fluttery air kisses out good happy little wings flitting around (laughs) happy little tooth fairy christmas angels on earth all around you kisses peace doves and we will be with you soon chat soon happy holidays bye bye